You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 261. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa here, and hopefully you're not going to hear the hum of my computer in the background. Let's just say the computer today is as tired as I am. I just came off of our small studio Sunday weekend, and oh my goodness, again, I'm completely inspired and moved and just adore all of the expansive artists members even more. It was a really beautiful event. So much diversity in terms of the art and our global community and all of the shared kind-heartedness though. I call it heart-centered, right? Just the the community I I believe I trust that we come together because we have shared values around the kind of people we are in the world and the kind of artists we want to be in the world. And it's just feels amazing to A, well, A, I I am I am honored to have the opportunity to host and lead this community. But it also just feels amazing to be around such a wonderful group of people. And to be honest, when I started The Expansive Artist, I started it because I felt like I couldn't necessarily find my people. The kind of generous, kind, supportive, encouraging, genuinely genuinely is really key there. A lot of people give lip service to being genuinely supportive, but to find people who are genuinely supportive by actions, not just words, it's very powerful, especially when we are all trying to be the rising tide lifts all ships in the creative community. I'm just uh, humbled to be a part of it and honored again to have any kind of an impact in any way, a positive impact on your journey for you as a podcast listener as well. I just want to take a moment and say thank you. And thank you to everyone who joined us for Small Studio Sunday, to all the artists who participated, to all of the artists who took time to share bits of their process on live video with us and inspiration and encouragement. You can still, at the time of this recording, if you go to smallstudiosundayinvite.com, we will still invite you into the private group where you can see all of those videos on replay. So that's where you'll want to be notified as well of any future Small Studio Sunday invite. But we'll continue to let people into the group throughout the week. And you can see all of the artists at smallstudiosunday.com and... 
And you can see that I released, I have the planner cover. I released the planner. The creative planner is out in the world. I will be sure to link in the show notes as well to the planner. This is so exciting for me. I cannot wait. This is a pre-order happening right now. And I cannot wait to get my hands on a copy and begin using it because I just ran out of my existing planner and I am so excited to have created something that is exactly what I need in terms of a plan. And I will also be recording a little short video for everyone who purchases the planner sharing, well, really walking you through how I designed it and how I use it. Well, intend to and will be using it. And that will give you a little bit of guidance. It's very simple. It's efficient. It's based on kind of what I'm calling the rule of threes, which I know is also a design rule, but it applies to many things. This is, it's, it's everything I want in one place without, in my opinion, being one too many things. I know you know what I'm talking about. People are very well-intended designing planners and they just overcomplicate it. And it, a planner is not a place for everything. To me, it is a place for you to have some quiet space to sort out what your focus is for the year, the quarter, the month, the week. It's not necessarily a place to track your habits. It's not necessarily a place to have a million inspirational quotes that are distracting for me anyway, personally. That is how I feel among other things. So I have worked on making this as straightforward as possible. I can't wait to hear as it starts to land on your doorsteps how it's working for you as well. I imagine that it will probably be something that will evolve as well over time. So this is the first edition of the Creative Planner. And uh, technically, no, everyone can use it. It's not just for artists. I call it the Creative Planner because, of course, there is a reminder to be creative in the Creative Planner. So without further ado, let's dive into today's topic because it is connected to planning. I had recently opened up about some experiences that I'm having, thoughts, ideas, uh, insight I'm getting from the therapy I'm doing, the EMDR therapy. I think it's also coupled with psychotherapy. It's a version of talk plus the EMDR. And then I'm also in a coaching program that is very much around learning about the science of the mind and and habits and your subconscious programming. So let me preface all of this by saying, well, to finish the thought, I spoke about this in The Expansive Artist, and then I, I got a lot of great feedback that what I shared actually calmed you down. And who couldn't use a little bit more of that, right? I know it's been very enlightening for me, and it has also calmed me down, and it has also woken me up in ways that I, I wasn't anticipating, but, but I signed up for that. I totally did. And so sometimes this information, you're like, hmm, why didn't anyone tell me sooner? And that's part of the reason that I want to share this with you, because I took it to social media and I asked if you would like me to talk a little bit more about the brain. But today's podcast title is Why You Might Be Getting in Your Own Way, which is in essence tied to what I'm coming to understand. It's very much tied to your brain, your mind. And 
before I dive into all of this, this will just be a quick, quick overview. And if you're interested in learning more, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to experts to do your own research. I am not an expert. I am not a therapist. I am not a neuroscientist. I am not an expert. I am an artist and an entrepreneur who really wants to grow and and be the best version of myself always in every area of my life. I tend to be a seeker, an asker of questions, and so I have naturally just found my way into a world that is giving me a lot of answers. To be honest, I've been looking for for a while. And I think that is also coupled with the fact that we're talking more about this in today's times. And we have a ton of resources out there. We have a lot more teachers, mentors, coaches as well who are very experienced in these areas. And so we are, you know, becoming aware of so much more than we used to. And that is really, really powerful. And I'll certainly share with you uh, a couple of the people I've, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned them before that I recommend that you can tune in into and see if their message resonates with you. It's really important that you find your own way with this path. There is not one way to come to any understanding really about you But it's an amazing time where there's so much that you can come to understand about you if you are at all like me and you're just wondering, well, sometimes I come at this logically or intellectually and it doesn't always seem to move the needle in the way that I want. So why am I not finding the peace I want some of the time or Why am I not reaching the level of success? Again, my individual definition may not be yours, but why am I not reaching the level of success that I really want for myself? What is it that I really want for myself? And yes, that changes over time as well. And why are certain successes that have happened, they aren't very lasting in terms of a sense of accomplishment or internal, you know, peace and and harmony. There's so much to this. Basically, first you have to kind of come to know who you are, be really honest about that. We talk about that frequently here on the podcast. You have to know what you value and you have to separate all of that from what the world has taught you, including your parents, your family's expectations, your clients' expectations, society's expectations. So there's a lot of work that is the underpinning to what I'm going to share with you here. And by work, it is it can hurt your head sometimes it's it stirs the pot if you're not feeling uncomfortable in life you are probably playing it safe and there are things that you want that you're probably not going for and you know not to say that we can't have moments of comfort of course that's the goal but I think honestly where I'm going is just being totally cool with the discomfort and knowing that I am now growing So what I want to talk to you about is this. This was when I first met with my therapist and basically met her to see if she and I, she would feel like a good fit working with me. She explained, sit down if you don't know this, 95% of your life choices are coming from your subconscious mind. So 5% of your life is coming from your conscious mind, which That may not be news to you because apparently, allegedly, that's been out there for a while. And 
it was news to me and it explained everything. And then I also instantly, and by everything, I mean, it explained why I would want to do things, but I wouldn't necessarily do them the way that I thought and even mapped out. It started to explain why people I knew would, would give lip service to a lot of ideas and ways of being in the world, but they wouldn't actually act that way and or be consistent with what it is that they said that they wanted there. I just, I started to get confused. I'm like, we all kind of have a sense of what's working for us, whether we're religious, spiritual, none of the above, you know, I would just meet people continually. Well, I always meet people who say they want things, but then act in opposition to that. And certainly as I have mentored more consistently over the last three years, just basically nonstop. And I've been coaching and been learning and, and upgrading my coaching abilities as well. I see it so clearly when I'm trying to help someone get to that next level in their business and their life. And the other reason I should clarify that I'm so deeply fascinated by this is not only just personally am I, you know, passionate about personal development, but also I really, I've shared this before. I want to be the best mentor I can be for you. I want to be the best team leader. And I can't do that if I'm just going to keep my head in the sand about my ways of operating in the world, honestly, and, and all of this information that exists. And, and some of it has honestly existed for centuries and we just don't talk about it. A lot of this wisdom is also ancient wisdom and you know it because you recognize it as truth. It's all those memes and quotes speaking of that really land with people. It's because there's some universal truths out there that you just kind of know. And so when I heard that, I just thought, wow, that explains a lot. And oh my God, how do I get to my subconscious mind? What are you saying? Like, I'm not really aware of these choices. To which the the methodology to that is um, EMDR therapy is I'm learning about self-hypnosis and hypnosis. And I'm not going to go into detail on all of these. This is where, again, I'm just giving you a quick overview and then I encourage you to research this for yourself. They're uh, just reading, honestly, becoming aware. Awareness is the, is the first step accepting that, you know, the mind is two parts, the conscious and the subconscious. And the goal is to get them to be speaking to one another, communicating. And, and then the science of the mind, the brain is also in different, well, it has many parts to it. And part of the brain is primal. And it is also always wanting to keep you safe. Some people refer to that as your ego. And a lot of this gets set in place according to the experts that I've learned from, from between the ages of when you're born and about seven or eight years old. So it's a very pivotal time in terms of what you decide about the world. And certainly you don't have a lot of control over what's happening in your life at the time. You're a child, uh, 
under caretakers. And so a lot of your view of the world was determined by those early caretakers in your life. And some of that, hopefully a lot of it is serving you and chances are a lot of it is not serving you at all because it's no longer really applicable to how many of us who are you know, waking up or just more conscious, more deliberate about the choices we make in our life, being more responsible for what happens to us in life, a lot of those early beliefs just, they don't apply. And that's the part that can be a little disruptive and disconcerting when you're used to blaming everything else around you. Uh, you can't do that anymore. So I also share this with you as I transition into more understanding around this I accept full responsibility for where I'm at in my life. I don't blame anyone and I don't blame my childhood. You know, I have frustrations, I get angry, you know, I have emotions, but I quickly know how to identify what it is that I want in a different situation or in a different, you know, scenario with someone that I'm connected to. So, I accept full responsibility for where I'm at in my life and the choices I've made that have gotten me here. And I'm really excited and feel very empowered to be able to direct myself in in the powerful ways that I've envisioned for all of my life. And I'm taking it one step at a time and I'm doing a lot of the quote unquote, what we would call work behind that by going to therapy, by learning from coaches and by continuing that education all the time. Now it's like another rabbit hole of just, wow, there's so much I want to learn here. So the first, again, to share with you, just this idea of your conscious and your subconscious mind. And the book that is most often recommended is The Power of Your Subconscious Mind that was written in the 60s. Some of the language is not necessarily applicable to today's time. It talks a lot about um, men, not really women. Uh, I don't know what color the men are, but it's also references a lot of um, religion that may or may not suit you. But the basic message of the power of your subconscious mind is, is in essence, the explanation of this. I've read parts of it. I have not read all of it. I I got what I needed so far, and now I'm working with people that explain that all further for me in today's times. And then, you know, being aware of just the science of your brain. Now, Dr. Wood, who was on the podcast a few months ago, also explained a lot of this as well. So if you haven't heard that episode, I don't have it in front of me. Um, I would look it up though, look up Dr. Wood. A lot of this initial insight came from what he shared and going through his program as well. And, and then, so the science of the brain and how our, our, our body chemistry works. And then there's also, I just want to touch upon when we're talking about the science of the brain, part of what got this conversation going inside of the expansive artist was me sharing that one of my mentors talks openly about being diagnosed. She's a female entrepreneur being diagnosed with a form of ADD. I don't even fully know the language, right? There's ADHD. I think that's hyper. There's inactive. There are different forms. There are spectrums to everything. And, and I know if you're like me, you might be saying, oh my goodness, like, why do we need more labels, more, more 
more details about all this. And I would just say, because it's complex, man, it's just, we are interesting beings. And I think where we've gone wrong in society is just by trying to create boxes that everyone could fit in. And what's happening now is everyone's busting out of every box everywhere. And that also calls for a lot more knowledge. Okay. If we're going to start breaking down these boxes, we need to get some information behind what we're sharing and not just be spouting spouting information out into the world without some, some, um, gosh, what a, not evidence, but some facts to back it up. There are just certain truths. And that's why I like to call it the science of the brain, because I have definitely gone more into the spiritual side of, you know, manifestation, the laws of attraction, although that is quantum physics as well. That is in science to really saying, yeah, let me understand the science of this and how we're coming to these conclusions. And like I said, I'm just scratching the surface. So I'm trying to be very aware of what I'm sharing. And certainly if it's something you'd like me to explore more, I can look into the possibilities of bringing people on to talk about this because I feel it's a great disservice for any one of us who's trying to help up-level someone else in some professional capacity to not be understanding as much of this as possible. Because to just tell people what to do and the practical steps, which of course you must also take action on your dream. It doesn't just happen to you. There's a lot that goes into making a dream happen. But to only address the practical side is a huge disservice because people will get in their own way and they won't understand why. And until I started getting answers to this, again, I was really, really frustrated. And I think we're just coming to understand ways of reaching people in the various parts of their mind in, you know, a way that is is mindful and, and works where people are able to make change rather than just talking about something for years, but but actually kind of accessing these parts of our brain. So I started talking about ADD. I've done a couple quizzes. I have not been diagnosed. I never put myself in that category because I always thought of it as a hyper boy when I was growing up. I'm not hyper. And simultaneously, though, you probably know this as podcast listener, I tend to veer and tangent and I call them inspired tangents. And for some people, it may seem like I'm rambling, but there is actually always a a thought. There is a, a trail, a a thread that connects all of the thoughts together. And I'm realizing listening to this mentor and then talking through things with Sean, it's not high on my list at the moment because I'm focusing in all these other areas that I definitely fall into some spectrum of that. And we're finding a lot of women, particular creatives and entrepreneurs, like we're very well suited for entrepreneurship because we are often the visionaries. And I don't, when I say this, I feel kind of empowered by it. I, I'm no longer someone who would ever be ashamed of saying they were uh, going to therapy or finding any kind of, and trust me, I'm not running out trying to get every diagnosis in the book. I don't always know that that's the best idea either. But I think when you can find something, answers that empower you in whatever form works best for you. I believe that it's empowering. It's not anything I would ever feel ashamed of. I sort of felt excited because it explained 
why I tend to procrastinate, why once I'm focused on something, I want to stay in it. I don't ever want to be pulled out of it. Why time is sometimes really hard for me to grasp. Honestly, I'm always thinking things will get done sooner. I know some of these are just very practical experiences that people have, right? Pretty human. However, you know, living with someone that may be, I believe it's called like a more, um, neurotypical, normal kind of a brain, we notice the difference between each other. And sometimes it's been a point of friction. And if there are actual reasons as to why my brain may function in a different capacity, then I can support it instead of beating myself up because I'm not doing everything according to what it looks like we are supposed to do according to society. And yes, I will also add that I am of an age where this can be hormonal, right? It may be perimenopausal. I am not menopausal, and I'm actually not even really that close to that. I've just recently had hormones checked, but it can be your hormones. It can be your diet, the way that you eat. There's many factors that affect, you know, this kind of sometimes there's a brain fog, just a sense of feeling scattered, maybe your energy is kind of scattered. There's there's many factors here. That's why I'm not diagnosing anyone. I'm not really self-diagnosing. I'm just saying it felt pretty enlightening for me to start to put this together. However, I'm going to add one point because I was talking about this with a therapist I've mentioned the work of uh, Dr. Gabor Mate and the wisdom of trauma, which was also a huge eye-opener for me, as was the Oprah and uh, the Prince Harry kind of docu-series talking with people that are experiencing mental illness and just understanding more, again, about the brain. So all of my information is coming from many different sources, but Gabor Mate uh, attributes ADD symptoms to traumas. So really health, everything is connected to your, your brain and what you have kind of lodged in there. It's not a professional term, but what is the patterns that are happening in your subconscious brain and they are affecting your physical health they're affecting your mental health. And so to me, my understanding is we'll then just get to that part of your brain. Just do what you can to have a dialogue with those parts of your brain to get them on the same page around the beliefs that support you and where you want to go in your life. And in essence, that's it in its simplest form, right? I just want to as mindfully, healthfully, joyfully live to my fullest potential in this life and support others in doing the same. And so if you get nothing else from this episode, that's what this is about. But a couple things I shared with my members that may help you is a huge thing I learned is if you start arguing right now, like with me mentally, if this is kind of activating for you, or if maybe you're interested in it, but then you think about it and you're like, what's what's Marisa talking about? Or apply this to any mentor that you work with. You start kind of being um, judgy, critical of what they're offering 
you are probably learning and growing and the brain actually fights you on this, which this is a part two where you're like, why? Because it wants to keep you safe. It doesn't have any uh, ulterior motives of trying to sabotage you. It's just that by keeping you safe from old beliefs that no longer serve you, it's hurting you sometimes rather than helping you. And just again, being aware of that. So if you find yourself uh, quote unquote arguing for your limitations or just being argumentative in general, this is where you want to be aware that you are probably learning. Just like if you're really uncomfortable and you're maybe agitated, you're probably growing if you are listening to this, right? You can just be agitated blaming everybody, but chances are I lost you in this podcast already. So if you are listening now and things are frustrating for you or you know, you're not accomplishing what it is you want to accomplish at the pace that you want, just start to be aware and be gentle with yourself. This is where you can consciously support the changes that you're undergoing. And if you're listening to all of this and it piques your interest and maybe you haven't heard some of it before or thought of it like this, there's going to be this door opening, you know, where you'll start to notice it more and and anytime you get really uncomfortable or you feel like I don't want to listen to this anymore, just be aware that that might be a part of your brain that doesn't want you to grow. To know that you are growing is really an essence to know that you're kind of uncomfortable and you're sort of, you're out of that comfort zone. And like I said at the beginning, just starting to embrace that. And this is a, a psychological term. I hope I'm getting it right uh, it's called cognitive bias as well so when a therapist works with you and you start to resist what's coming up within the session or things that there's well they actually I believe a good therapist guides you to your own understanding as does a coach they're not really telling you what to do it's all about empowering you that but as they highlight things and ask you questions and and lead you through a session if you start to get really resistant to it it can be what's called the cognitive bias which is um, my understanding is that you know your brain isn't ready it's it doesn't believe what's being what it's being told because those beliefs are still kind of lodged in your in your mind see how it's complex it's complex. So I share this with you to say that I'm coming to understand more about myself and also embrace parts of myself. And if you've ever wondered, you know, why I teach the way I do, or maybe the way I share the way I do is probably part of how my brain works. And maybe that's insightful for you. But also if you are feeling mentally exhausted or physically exhausted, you may also be in a point where you could really grow and you're choosing to shut down. If you're feeling frustrated, but yet you know you want to go here, or you know this makes sense for you, just be really aware. If you are not wanting to hear any of this, I would also be really aware to be honest, because there are truths here that are really powerful. And the reason I wanted to share this episode with you is also just to let you know that as I learn more, this is the place from which I will mentor 
and have more conversations around this. I feel called to, it's probably always been there. I've always been this kind of person. If you've listened to me for years, you you probably already know that and you're probably right there with me. And so I will, I will be bringing this into the conversations more. It's just all too amazing, honestly, and eye-opening and enlightening for me to not share it with you. And also, like I said, it would be a disservice to try to guide you, even if it's just through podcast listening. And certainly as a mentor, as a student of mine or member of the Expansive Artists, it's, uh, or if I uh, may do my group coaching sessions again, it will be a disservice to not talk to you about what I'm learning here and for me to get more expertise in this area as well. So I encourage you to take what works for you, do your own research, be aware of any re- resistance or cognitive bias that you may be having in coming to this kind of awareness, be gentle with yourself and just remember that already being aware of the fact that many of your choices are being driven by your subconscious mind. I was like, that's my glad no one told me (laughs) until I was in my forties. Like would have been helpful. Would have been good to know. What am I going to quote Adam Sandler from The Wedding Singer? Do you remember that movie with Drew Barrymore? The Wedding Singer, not Singer. Uh, where he said, once again, that would have been useful for me to know yesterday, right? When his fiance broke up with him. So would have been useful for me to know yesterday, but that's all right. I, I got here and I was seeking and I got an answer. So maybe you are too. And hopefully this helps you today. But if you're feeling like you might be getting in your own way, chances are you could be. And it's okay. There's a way to begin Uh, settling that and um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, It's not coming to me, kind of melding it together, assimilating, uh, you know, all of the parts of you to really live to your fullest potential as well. And as I share more, I will share more with you if you'd like me to. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I'm laughing because I record these on video, but I don't really post the video anywhere. And I see Pepita's totally passed out. She is definitely shut down. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't know what I would do without that little studio creature. So have a beautiful creative Thursday. Make some art. I see you, Pepita. She also knows when I raise my voice a certain way when recordings and things end. And she gets excited because usually it means we're going outside. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell 
to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.